started. On today, we're missing our boy Patrick Comer. Okay. We got the man, the myth, the OC legend, Josh Rybeck. We got our middle California man with the plan, Rich Valdivia. And Mr. Stir It Up himself, Mario up in Sacktown. Maybe we'll play a little too short for him next time. Get a little closer to the base. <laughs> or E40. So we can get hypey? Yeah. All righty, fellas. How you guys doing? Good. How about you? Great. Good. Awesome. Fantastic. Let's jump right into it then, okay? Um, first topic of the day, juniors. Okay. Uh, first of all, we'll start with California girls. Um, I think we had some surprises. I think we had some um, some upsets. Uh, Josh, who's the biggest upset you can come to mind with right now? I would probably say Angie Gomez. Big mm. loss. A yeah, returning she- returning finalist. Uh, two years in a row, I think. Yeah, Jack, multiple yeah. returning finalists. Yep. And then drops two and is done. Her Fargo trip her senior year is over. Um, That's too bad. I, yeah, no, no, no. Another one. Uh, another good kid right there. No, she's a great kid. And yep. I, met, I met her family at the first Dakar camp <laughs> that we did. And uh, I found out her parents were from, her dad, her stepdad's from West Covina. They were super, super good people. Brought the little sister with them. And then they ended up at Northview. And she's she's had a lot of success there. Northview's done a good thing with her. I mean, she was already really good. But, I mean, she did seem like she got better in that room, which, I mean, I don't know how you don't. You got a lot of hammers in that room. Good coaching. Um, another one, I think, uh, was Katya Osteen went down. She went up a weight class, though, right? She was she yeah. 64, and the cadets went up to 80s. Um, and I think the, she got injured, from my understanding, and uh, unfortunately got red carded. So she's done. Um, Mario, any, any, any girls from your area that maybe – took some hits that you thought might go a little deeper? I mean, at the junior division, we, we didn't really have our hitters out there. Um, it's the same thing. We're uh, a little bit as the cadets. We, we weren't really as stacked as we were in the past. And uh, I think it just, it kind of, kind of showed. Yeah. No, I have not having Candace there, you know, that's a high AA right there. It's a big uh, one. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple girls that, that sometimes seem to miss, and I don't know if it's just because it's freestyle or whatever. Uh, we could speculate later when we go over some of the other topics. But um, but across the board, there was there's a couple uh, surprises. I think pleasant surprises. Uh, you know that San Fernando Valley man. Oof. I mean, from Simi Valley to San Fernando Valley, which I mean they should border together. Um, you're looking at Oakdean. You're looking at um, the Castillo from Birmingham. You're looking at. Uh, there's so more girls I, I shouldn't know better, but I'll pronounce it better. I gotta talk. Um that but they're in that area. Um Adelina Parra is in that area. I mean if you're a if you're a uh, you know above one sixty girl and you one sixty and above and you look at the area to train, man, that San Fernando Valley area seems like it's got some hitters. Because I think of our five finalists, or semi-finalists that we have tomorrow, uh, one, two, three, four of them, four of them come from that San Fernando Valley area. So to the two Monroe girls, the Birmingham girl, and the, um, the San Fernando girl. So the fifth one being uh, Anya Drury. So well, there's also Alea Rollins, too, that's the semi-finalist. Yeah, no, and- but did, is she, oh, she's from that, she was a Granada girl? Yeah, she's a, so she's a San Fernando girl too. She's now Birmingham. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I can't believe I overlooked that. But yeah, I mean, so we actually probably have six semifinals. That's pretty crazy. And that area has five of them. You know, um, Anya Drury. Um, it's it's kind of funny. I'm we I'm not there obviously. I'm here in California, but uh, I got a text message from Julia Salata, and she's like, "Man, Drury, your Drury's looking tough." But she, I think she's another one too that kind of broke out on the scene uh, in Texas. Um, you know, taking a second and taking out um, Boyd, uh, the world cadet silver medalist and cadet uh, and bronze medalist, took her out, pinned her. And then, um, you know, some people were speculating like, oh, maybe she's a one-trick pony, you know. But I think a lot of people overlook the fact that 
Anya Drury beat uh, Askew, the folk style national champ, by eight points at that same tournament. You know, and so I think she's another one that's a, a rising star, and she's only uh, a sophomore in high school, so we still have her for two more years. Um, but yeah, so that that was that was impressive. Um, Josh, you got to be proud of your daughter, though, huh? She came back and from cadets and battled off some wins. Yeah, her, you know, and then progress, you know, we're all about process and stuff like that. So that's always good to see. Um, I don't know. How do you guys feel about the team overall, though? I mean, how, how do you feel they're doing comparatively? Well, what did you just say? Six, six in the semis? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's that's not bad. You can't be angry at that. Yeah, no, that's pretty good right there. Yeah. You got the Granada. Oh, hang on. You know, I'll pull it up for you guys real quick. Give me a second. Yeah, we're looking at Adelina Parra, Anya Drury, Alexandra Castillo, uh, Aliyah Rollins, um, Angela Buenostoros. Ben, ben, sorry, I'm Buenostoro. Buenostoro. Uh, come on. Come on. We have eight. We have eight still in the championship. So eight in the semis and twenty still Christi going for consolation. Christina Santoyo, Emily Sandoval. Let's see here. Is there another one? She's a NorCal girl, right? Emily. Yeah, Sandoval. she is. She's she's tough. Yeah, she's very tough. Well, that oh. San Fernando area is doing something right right now. Yeah, Naya Gaines. Naya Gaines is the other one at one twenty-seven. Bear Creek. Hey, we took. Uh, uh, I didn't take her. She went with Angie's team, but we were. She was on our dual team in Idaho, and that girl can wrestle, man. I, well, you put her out there against anyone, bump her up a weight class. She doesn't blink an eye. The girl can. And, girl can and she's raw too. I think she's only been wrestling like two years. And, yeah, and super that's funky, super just awkward. An yes, absolutely. No, that's. I mean, that's good, you know. But yeah, Rich, I I totally agree with you. You know, uh, San Fernando areas doing doing big things and they also too not just the semifinalists but i think america is also in there still too uh, there must be something in that water that's right yeah, america's in the consoles of eight he was all american as uh, as a cadet so that's that's that area is hammered she's from the antelope valley actually and uh, and from what it looks like california is going to win junior title two we have the most in championship eight in the semis and we have 20 in Consolation and nobody second place. Washington only has eight in consolation, so uh, oh, we're it's, away a numbers it looks like we're it's a number away game. with it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean we're gonna get into it a little bit later about whether or not like how that number game is working for us and the goods and the bads. So we'll go ahead and, and move on to the next topic of um, the coaching in Fargo. Um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of difficult because for a lot of years you hear a lot of complaints. You know, people always are talking about. You know, I should be able to coach my girl and this and that. And you see that side of things. And, you, and you, as a coach, you kind of empathize mm -hmm. with it. You're like, yeah, I'd like to be there with my kid. Nobody knows my kid like my kid, like, like me, you know, like that's my kid. But at the same time, too, you know, you think about the growth and development of a kid. And you want them to be able to go off and be coached by other people, you know. But at that level, when you when you got a kid that's maybe on that bubble, you know, they might be an All-American. They might even be a national finalist. You know, and you just can't help but think if they drop that match, like if I was there, would I have known that little thing to say to them? You know, and it's these coaches, you know, I, I, I saw a video today and I was a little bit frustrated seeing uh, some of the athletes from our club and seeing uh, no coach in the corner, seeing a coach in the corner not saying anything. I've uh, seen a couple of videos where there was an actual another wrestler in the corner. Yeah, you know, and... You know that that to me, I used to I used to really you know try to try to understand you know why they don't want a thousand coaches there because then the floor is packed and everything else. But when California historically is taking it, when I, when my daughter started, it was it was a smaller group by far. I mean, in the past couple of years, the growth, the numbers that they've taken has grown. You can't overlook that. But on the other side too, they haven't improved. Like they haven't increased the coaching staff. It's always been the the boys coaches are going to help out. But I think we're starting to see now that that doesn't work. You know, if you're taking 60, almost 70 girls, the ratio, I, I think, and you guys can tell me if you think different, the ratio should be at least five to one. Because if you got to run around and coach, you know, it's it's crazy to have six, six you know, to try to take 10 kids each. Crazy. Well, and, and, and I think at the, at the height of today's activities, there was girls wrestling on 10 or 11 mats. Well, mm -hmm. That should be where the, the ratio is brought into. There should be at least 
10 or 11 coaches, however many girls or however many mats are going to be run for girls should be a minimum of that many coaches there on the floor, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's probably the best point right there is, yeah, if you're, you know, and I, I think planning wise, they should be able to tell, hey, look at, they run 10 mats, we have 10 coaches, everything's fine. That or assign, you know, if you assign coaches specific kids, these are your kids, you know, watch them in practice. So you learn how they wrestle, what they do, what their tendencies are, you know, and you can really just focus and okay, that's the, your kids, you know, when you get there, you should have no problem. I think today, did you guys see some of these girls like, like, uh, Josh, I think you were mentioning it. Somebody's kid got hurt and there's no, no coach in the corner. Like they got dumped on their head. Yeah. And, and this isn't a knock. I don't want to make it seem like I'm beating up on, 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 on the coach staff for the state, uh, state office. It's not, it's just, I think it's time for us to the state to revisit their approach with how many coaches. Yeah. And, and I agree. It's not a knock on the coaching staff or anything. It's, it's just the process that we as dads and coaches would like to see an improvement and a way we can help improve is just bringing this up and what can we do to help and facilitate. And if they need more volunteers, they need more people to sign up on the coaches form, whatever it is, express that out to the coaches that are, you know, bronze, level and above and then that are going to national trips with them in other venues and stuff I, I don't think it's political at all i think it's for us it's we want to see california succeed as as a team and keep winning because other teams as we talked about other states are catching us what do you think so Mario? so so a couple things here number one uh, someone who's taken you know teams to oklahoma and idaho in the past I can empathize with those situations where you've got four wrestlers going at once and, and I've missed a match here and there. And, and, and if I say I never have, I'd be lying, you know, so I've been in that situation. However, you, it can never be habitual. It can never be a, a, a common thing. Um, but I do understand that that happens, you know, so I don't want to fault the, the, the coaches or the coaching staff because it's just as easy to take a picture of me at one of my tournaments when I'm missing a match and be like, Hey, this guy misses matches. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't necessarily think it's fair to, to run a smear campaign in that regard. Um, however, as far as how to fix the problem, I think, I think the blueprint is there and I, and, and Hawaii has done it this year where their board actually voted and allowed any coach to go coach at Fargo. As long as you have your credentials and you've got your card and you can bring your own athlete. There is no there. I, I'm not sure if they organize a team trip or not, but I know if you wanted to fly on your own, get your own room, show up and wrestle and treat it like any other tournament, you are allowed to. You bring your own coach, get your own room, the whole shebang. And I think that would not just increase participation. I think you wouldn't run into issues with, with uh, wrestlers without coaches in their corners. And I think it takes the politics out of it. I think there will be no good old boys club and everyone can take who they want to whatever tournament they want. You know, it's just, just my two cents on the subject. It seems like Hawaii's done pretty well with it this year. I saw they had a, uh, a national champion on the cadet side. I haven't quite checked out what they're doing on the junior side, but I, I know they're well-trained and, and, and they're wrestling well. So, Hey, yeah. hey Val Valdivia, what do you think about that? Since you had one wrestler to take care of and coach in Oklahoma and you missed a match. Um, like he said, uh, I was, I'm one of the guys that misses matches too. Um, <laughs> it just happens sometimes. Thanks a lot, Josh. Amazing! I think I on the on the Facebook page or the Instagram page because that video is. We'll post it. We'll post it. It's coming. That wasn't even to coach. That was just to be the videographer because I can't video and coach at the same time. So he volunteered and he was late. It's tiring. It's tiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was slow, man. It was a slow yeah. pour, slow pour. But yes, I, I feel we do need more coaches on there. Like poor Alina, Alina Gomez. I, that was, I think that was really bad right there. Yeah, she got spiked pretty hard, and nobody yeah, was there. Nobody was there. Um, God forbid if it was something really, really bad. You know what I mean? I'm not sure what I'm not sure what state it was, but they're the ones that were like, "Hey, she's really hurt. Get somebody over here." Yeah, I think it, it was, was Montana. Montana. And it took about two and a half minutes before an actual even coach even got there. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's rough, you know. But I mean, again, is it? I mean, we got we got to always we always want to grow. And when they're always talking about um, the safety of the kids, you know, that was always that's always 
pre that's number one for everybody. You know, parents, coaches, the organization. Safety is number one. And if you have a situation like that, and this isn't the first time we've taken this many girls. You know, this isn't the first time we've had to rely on the boys' coaches to come over and coach the girls. You know, it's this is a habitual thing, like Mario was saying. And look, just keep growing, just keep getting better. I mean, if you walk around with this air of arrogance that oh, we we got it, we're perfect. Like I don't think anybody is, but when you don't continue to grow, it gives that perception. You know, and uh, I just I just don't think that that's the best thing in the safety and the nature for the kids. So, okay, um. I'm going to kind of mix this up a little bit because I think it, it goes a little bit with what we're talking about, which is coaches. Um, is there a conflict of interest with having the coach of a very well-known team, free off-season club team, as the women's coach for our state? You guys want to go through this, Josh, first? And then for, I'll go last and I I really don't see a problem with it. Maybe because my Cause daughter you're a part wrestles, of that team. Maybe because my daughter wrestles for that particular club of one of the two coaches that is also a, the other coach is a prominent uh, club coach up in the Northern Bay Area. Um, so I don't see a problem with it, and I because I I posed the question that would Mario or Ramos give up their club coaching position to only focus on the state girls because who else are you going to get to be the state coach that's not already running a club like in let's say uh illinois you got izzy who's one of the illinois coaches he's also has izzy, izzy style but, wrestling but he's, he's also not, coaching but he's, not the coach. he's not the coach and that's the thing okay like would i be on the coaching staff they would never ask me to be but i would um but would I would I give up my position with Somar? Yeah, I'd have to. I mean, with the select team especially, yeah, I'd have to because I don't want to give. And I've had this conversation with Mike Duran, and we and we're not gonna. I mean, let's not pretend like anybody's dumb here, okay? Uh, Mike and I have had what? okay, we've had this conversation, and I've suggested there's certain things that maybe he wants to be careful of. You know, I mean, I bounce stuff off of Mike, and and I talk to him whether he takes it or not. It's up to him. But there are instances of things that have happened that put you in a position where people are going to question you, you know, and whether or not you're fair. This this year alone, um, we did the singlets for Utah and um, and uh, and North Dakota, and it was very made very clear to us that we could not have our club logo on anything. Well, we don't have a club logo; we have a corporate logo. Um, but we had a wrestler wrestling in a Titan Mercury singlet for California. Everybody else is told, hey, you're not, not allowed to wear anything other than California sing singlets or former California singlets. Now, I can understand why somebody would not want to wear the California singlets. I don't think the design is very good. I and think the fit is horrible. The fit, this I mean, year, the fit's better, but the previous years, it's awful. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, another, that's, <laughs> right, another subject. that's another subject. But, um, you know, but you got a girl walking around a Titan, Titan Mercury singlet, you know, and that, and that again it leaves questions. You know, another example was, um, I know my girls were told, listen, you're not allowed to talk to any boys, especially on the California team, or you'll be sent home. This is something my wrestler told me as soon as they got there. And then you see girls from Titan Mercury talking to Titan Mercury boys. And you have one group of girls who's, who are afraid and you have another group of girls that are just doing what they want. And, and I don't think that's team unity. I see all these team unity exercises going on, but you do stuff like that and it, and you're dealing with young ladies. They, they, they tend to, to group together, and that's not a way to, to necessarily uh, have team unity where everybody's equal. And as coaches, for me, no matter what, nobody gets special treatment on my team, whether it's the high school team or the club team. Nobody gets special treatment. You all are the same. So, And it just gives somebody an error, a different error. Not that it does. I mean, the, the wrestler that was wearing the Ty Mercury singer, she's a great kid. I'm not knocking her. Or anything like that. She's awesome. I mean, she was on our team before, and she was great. You know, but some girls, some kids, might get an air about themselves, feeling at a, you know, on a different level than everybody else. You know, and that just creates some animosity. What I mean, do you guys agree with that? Do you guys think that it's fine? Like, let them wear their, their club singlet because. I, no, I, I I think that if the rule is California gear, it should be upheld no matter if it's a somar girl or a swamp monster girl or a titan mercury girl the rule is the rule if 
but you know, like I have a good friend of mine that I've coached with for a lot of years. And he says that came from his college coach, never write down a rule. You're not prepared to enforce. So if you're not going to enforce it, don't make it a rule. You know, what about you, Rich and Rich, you were part of the team too. I mean, you, your daughter could have definitely taken some of those benefits if there are any. I mean, I'm just, I, I wouldn't know about any benefits. So, uh, Mario, what do you think? But going, but going okay, back to that well, coach's thing, yeah. hey, Richard, yeah. going back to that coach's thing, um, my cousin's daughter's out there, Janessa Rodriguez, going to Menlo next year. Um, I did see a certain coach in her corner, and then maybe 15, 20 seconds in their match, one of her, I guess her wrestlers came up, and she took off. So you do see that on there. Even We're not there, but we do see it. Yeah. Mario? Okay, so, well... Let's, I'll go back to the first question about uh, uh, Dip it on do I think a club coach can can successfully be the, the women's director or any director? And my, my answer is absolutely yes. And to the second question Josh posed, would I be willing to give up my club team if that was the situation for myself? And my, my answer there is absolutely not. And I don't think that there's there's a necessary uh, uh, a reason to do it. And um, what I would do different, you know, in my opinion, is I would bring more people in from different clubs and different areas and different regions to kind of alleviate that issue. But that's a whole nother, a whole nother, uh, uh, conversation. Um, and, and I know, I know for me, like I have a little bit of leeway because I can hand the club off to my daughter. She already runs it. You know, she's, so it'd be easy for me to step away and say, okay, look, you're the club person now. You know, so well, I know. here's the other thing is if, if you're not, if, you know, let's just call coach X because it, it's, it doesn't have to be Mike. It doesn't have to be Melinda. It could be anyone who's sitting in that director's chair, right? Mm -hmm. Just say coach X is, is this director. And if he's not a club coach, let's just say that, that it's, um, Richard Valdivia is the women's director and he's not affiliated with any club, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what, you're going to have people bitch about him. You're going to have people say he's unfair. You're going to have people say he favors girls from the central section because that's where he's from. You're going to have people say, oh, he doesn't like this girl. You're going to have people say he doesn't like that girl. So I, I, I while I, I, I'm, I'm definitely not, you know, Team Titan Mercury or anything like that, I don't necessarily think that that, that shade is properly placed, in my opinion. I feel like I, I totally that, agree with uh, that. It doesn't matter who it is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're never, it, it, it really doesn't. And, and if it's not a club, they're going to be accused of having favoritism for something else. Yeah, so no, I totally like, agree with that. Something, but I think I, I would only do it to try to cut back on as much of that as possible. You're never going to make everybody happy. Okay. The I way can, to do it is to bring in others from other regions. You know, I'm not. I, I mean, this is what I propose to Mike. I propose this to Mike. Have sections of the state. Okay. Have your NorCal person. I mean, we already have associations, and we get that. But even that is still too many. There's, there's too many associations. Yeah, yeah. So what you do is you put three or four people across the state of California. Mike was in, is in, was in the side. He's not a director anymore. He's just the example. But we'll, we'll say Melinda. Melinda's up in the northern California area, and we're down here in Southern California. Well, Melinda could be that section, that area. She could be ahead of that one. Have Mike be the person down here. Have you know from LA to San Diego. Have. Valdivia and have Mario, you know, and then I'm going to take it a step farther though. Why don't we each have our own director per association? I know you say we have too many associations, but let's, let's hold the women's director per association and make that director accountable for filling his brackets at these local girls tournaments every weekend, make so-and-so the director of, you know, um, um, central Valley or so I, I don't want to put any association on blast any association make so-and-so the women's director and make it his job. Hey bro, you need to fill these brackets every Saturday. We have five girls showing up at our, at our off season tournaments. We need this fixed. So yeah, I kind of think it would be a two birds with one stone. You give that person a vote and you, you help grow the sport. I like that, but the numbers aren't there yet, Mario, because what would happen is if, hold on, hold on, you would start complaining about zip codes and you'd say, that girl, the, that uh -huh. coach took that group of girls over to this other Bay Area. <laughs> she needs to come over here. She needs to come over to our tournament every week. Tournaments weekend. I don't care about. If we're talking about association duels, that's one thing, but and then, and dude, then I take my team, I, don't, I, I, I go to maybe two Sawa tournaments, you know what I mean? I don't care where you go. Why does that guy have an equal say when he only has five girls at his tournament and I have 50 uh. girls at my tournament, I should have 10 votes to his one. Yeah. No, I, actually it's the other way around because we don't have 
those kind of numbers in our tournaments yet. No, no. Okay, let's let's move on a little bit. All right. Um, <laughs> now, um, so now let's see. Okay, so girls who placed in Fargo, and we're talking about just cadets now because the juniors aren't done. Even though we know that who's going to be placing, but um, in the in the cadet division, the girls that placed at Fargo but didn't place at CIF State. Okay. Um, I did a little bit of homework. Um, there are some girls that, um, that place, but then there's some other ones that, you know, came out of the woodworks. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Hopefully my computer's acting right. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Cadet women. Okay. So where's, pa where's Patrick? Uh, it's probably raking his uh, leaves. Did, like he did, that one day. did he get voted off the Island? He probably did. Do I got, do did. I turn his fire off? Did we, did we extinguish his torch? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just with the the state placers alone, okay, you had um, Haley Ward placed fifth in state, and then came back and took a sixth place uh, in nationals. Okay. Um, Haley Ward is awesome. People. She's good. People good job, right? Haley. People. She. Yeah. She's out there. My uh, mom's cool. I don't. I don't like her dad though. <laughs> uh, fresh from Hemet, uh, Samantha Barragon took uh, fifth in state, but sixth in the nation. Um, let's see here. Melody, what weight was that at? Uh, that was at 111. Thank you. Okay. Um, Melly Mendoza took a fourth in state and then turned around and took fourth in the nation. Good for uh, her. Hey, quick she, got her she, got, she got some revenge against the Nevada girl that beat her. In uh, Idaho as well. Oh, nice. Um, gosh darn it, if that third place girl would have been there. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Total <laughs> ligament in her ankle. Can't be there, man. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Destiny Lopez took sixth in the state and took seventh in the nation from Folsom. Folsom High School. Very yeah. well coached. That's your area, Mario. Don't you know some people there. going there? You know hey, Mario, who's the coach some... over there? Let's see here. Very good program. Very good program. Who's the coach over Who's there? Who's the Mario? coach over there, Mario? Tiana Camus, uh, <laughs> state champion, Fargo, Fargo finalist. Um, their boys coach also, Mark Collier. Um, good program. Very, very strong program. Yeah. Then we got um, Cheyenne Bowman, first in the state, first in the nation, first in your heart. Ugh, that girl has. Is anyone surprised? Should have been first in the world. Yes. Ooh, oh, that hurts, doesn't it? Hurts. Yeah. Just gonna say that. That was for Susie right there. Yeah. Hi, Susie. Uh, hey, what about <laughs> I'm dropping off a list Friday? What about uh, Charlotte? Okay, here's the thing. You could say, "Oh, Charlotte didn't make it to state, whatever." But you know what? Is anyone really surprised that she was in the finals of Fargo? I mean, the girl, the 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 fact that she didn't make it to state was a travesty. The the, the central section only gave up two spots. The girl is as legit as it gets. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like the fact that she was in the finals of Fargo, I'm like, I'm not surprised. I know on paper this is going to look surprising to some people, but I'm like, I've watched this girl beat up girls for the last three years. You know what I'm saying? There's no surprise to me that this girl was in the finals. I'm actually surprised she didn't pull it off. Yeah, but you got to remember the girl she lost to took second. So you had the, she had the top two kids in, in her bracket in the whole state. So she should have yep. been there, but she wasn't. Yeah, just kind of one of those things you get stuck behind. Uh, yeah, Beyonce Garcia. Be there next year. Or sorry, uh, Beyonce Garcia took six in the nation. I don't see her in the state places. So that's pretty where, solid. Where's she from? What 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 area is she from? I'm not sure. I. Hey Ramos. What's up? Are you trying to say body bar is weak? I'm not saying body bar is weak. Okay, that's another discussion. Okay. Because I've been to both, so um, yeah, body bars. Uh, we're so, no, Mario, you don't know where Beyonce is from? I do not, but you know what? Congratulations, because yeah. that's awesome to be able to pull it off. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, let's see here. Okay. Um, oh, Annie Hua uh, from Fremont High School. She took a eighth in state and looks like a fifth in the nation. What weight was that at? Awesome. Let's see. Give me a second here. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, fifth in the nation at 138. Congratulations. Uh, that's solid. Yep, yep. Awesome. Let's see here. Um, okay, then you got Katya Osteen who took second in the nation. Uh, Never Edward heard of her. 
uh, Screaming Viking, I like to call her. Um, Never heard of her. Let's see here. Um, Alia Abushi from Arroyo, North Coast. She took hey, uh, that, that girl's tough. and third in the nation. Yeah, she's legit. Let's see here. So that's at 160, 170. You got America Lopez. She took fifth in the uh, state and sixth in the nation. And then a little lady named Adelina Para, who took state and then took second in the nation. So and that's just in the in the cadets. All right. And, and, and half of those girls are still alive in the juniors. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Faith. Ramos here again? That, that, I'm getting there yes. right now, actually. So, okay. um, but we got the, some some little, some of the smaller ones, uh, like Faith Vega uh, took seventh, and I didn't see her in the bracket, uh, in the place in the state. Took, Where's uh, Faith Vega from? I don't know because she took that was at ninety four pounds, and then Greta Gustafson at one twelve, I'm sorry, eighth in the eighth in, in the nation. Hey, congratulations, Greta. She's good people. Uh, Holly Espinoza at two hundred took fifth in the nation in the cadet. Uh, let's see here. Samantha Barragan, we went over. Oh, Nali Rivadeneria. Sorry, I, I'm sorry if I, butch I butchered that name. I apologize. But <laughs> as at 132, she took a sixth. Okay, and who are you asking about, Josh? Uh, Barragan, but you discovered it. Yeah. yeah, we went over that. Yeah, damn it. So those girls are tough. I mean, that, that it shows a lot for California, you know. And, and, and half of them did. are still alive into juniors. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, but that leads us to our next question: Is that they placed at CIF State, they placed at, at Fargo, but what about these girls that wrestle California during the high school season and then wrestle out of the state for the off season? Uh, I believe the girl from La Costa Canyon, she, uh, I think she took was it third in the nation for Pennsylvania, and then. Um, of course, Jersey Estrada. This is this is another. She's done it before. This is like another time she's done it. She wrestles in California for Selma, and then she wrestles for Colorado. And you can go into USA Wrestling and type in her name, and her USA cards in California. So, I don't know. Do you guys have? Do you guys know anything about how that works? Like, is I don't know. Let's ask uh, Mario his BFF. Uh, you know what? I I have no knowledge on the system or how that's supposed to work. But think about it like this. I, I was I was reading the uh, the boys wrestling forums today, and people are complaining about um, the Manville kid from Minnesota is wrestling for Pennsylvania at Fargo, right? So we're here talking about girls wrestling, and we're arguing about the same thing. We're we're, we're, on, we're on the same level out here at Fargo. Our our girls are that good that we're on the same level where we're arguing about, hey, this girl's going from California and wrestling for this state. So so. In my opinion, I'm just too happy with the progress we got to really get mad at the fact that, oh, man, we have a girl who's going over here and wrestling for another state. You know what? Good. You know? Why do you say good? Well, just the fact that, that, that wrestling has grown that much to where we're not arguing about the fact that our girls aren't getting treated the same. We're sitting here talking about wrestling. We're talking about this, the, the same thing that the boys are arguing about. The, the, the same thing the boys are arguing about. The fact that Manville's wrestling over for uh, Pennsylvania well, and blah, 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 blah. This is good. This is good. This is growth of the sport. It's good that it's wrestling is wrestling. And the same problems the boys have are the same problem the girls have. Is that what you're trying exactly. to say? Exactly. And we're not arguing that, oh, we're, we're being put on the back mat or this, this, this or that. We've progressed now to where this is, this is real shit for us to be arguing about. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that to where it's like, you know what? Whatever the, the, the Fargo regulations are, I'm sure that they have that shit figured out. You know what I mean? If they have a change of address or this, this, or the other, whatever it is, I, I trust the system. You know what I mean? I guarantee there's no way that Estrada that is going to be wrestling for Colorado unless that shit's cleared. There's no way this girl so is going to so, wrestle. So it's okay take... to wrestle for another state, but not another association? <laughs> oh! Mario does have a history of arguing about this girl and this coach. You should be in this... Or, or Mario, you're you're saying that all this, right? That's but good you, one, got, you, got, you got very upset that you thought a Somar girl was wrestling for Utah, and it turns out other girls are wrestling for Nevada and Utah during Pocatello. So you're okay with those? You know, you want to hold people to the line there, but I, I mean, 
What's I want to go based off whatever the, whatever the rules were. So the rules of the tournament were, hey, you, you wrestle for whatever your state says on your USA card. So uh, that's what I'm saying. So don't don't show up standing in line for Utah if your USA card says California. So don't show case, up in line for Nevada if you're a California state finalist and your USA card says California. So now, I, I, I don't know the rules for Fargo specifically because I am not in the good old boys club. And I don't know what if it means, hey, what the card says, what the computer says. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not in that circle. But I trust the system that, that that whatever's going on, they've gone through the proper channels to have that shit handled. You know what I mean? And now who am I to sit here and be like, who am I to sit here and be like, oh, Jersey Estrada shouldn't be wrestling now. for Colorado? Or, you know what I'm saying? Hang on. What were you saying, Rich? I said, now with the podcast, I don't think any of us will be in the good old boy club. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, will, I, think, I, will, I think this cements the deal, bro. <laughs> I, I will say this. I will say this. I, I did talk to Mike about it um, when it when the first time it happened with Jersey Estrada because there was a girl in SoCal who um, her college coach had uh, offered to pay for her to come to college early, train with the college, and wrestle for that state. And she was denied. Now, there is a backstory there. Um, you know, personal issues, whatever, between people. But I asked him, you know, why was this okay with Estrada? Because in the article, because it was pretty publicized, if I remember correctly, there was articles about her coming to California and how she had to sacrifice, like they had to sign her over to a to a, to a custodial person and stuff like that. Um, and my understanding, my the description that I was told by the women's director at the time, which was Mike Duran, was that they decided to go with wherever the parents reside is where the kid can wrestle their freestyle so in a situation like that the la costa girl um according to the post that was on the california wrestler uh she was just out there visiting family and then decided to wrestle for pennsylvania so i don't know Maybe so did, was she out there visiting family and missed california qualifier and happened to be out there during the pennsylvania qualifier and wrestled in it or do you do we know i can i, I, I can ask that was not that was not Put in the detail. Well, I, I do believe that Jersey not wrestling for California has a lot to do with Jeff not being allowed or whatever you invited to be on the California coaching staff. He's not on the Colorado one either. No, but they allow him to be in in their corner. Is he in anybody's corner this weekend? I haven't seen. He's I, in he's in Luchow's corner. I know that. He's a boy from California. Um, I didn't. California. Right. But he's got credentials. So then why wouldn't he be in California? Like, why would she wrestle for California then if he's in California? Probably. Well, no, I'm not saying California gave him credentials. Colorado might have given him. Somebody gave him credentials. Or he's just, he's, you know. I was say, because I'm a California boy and I just want my team to win. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I want the sport to grow, but this time of the year, man, it's Fargo. There is, I mean, there's no NorCal and SoCal. There's just Cal. We're just all under the bear. You know, so that's that's my thing. I'm like, man, if we had Jersey Estrada, I mean, let's think about this, okay? If you put in Jersey Estrada, uh, Jersey uh, uh, Gracie Figueroa, uh, you know, Martinez, um, Corleo, yeah, Corleo, um, Rory, you know, Rory, like, man, like it doesn't it, it becomes very difficult to imagine anybody else testing. You know, and I know it's just a walk away. Yeah, I, I mean, we could forget about taking the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could forget yeah. about taking just, you know, and just say, okay, here, boom, these are the ones. These are scores. So, with that being said, let's move on to the next topic, okay? And it's basically the final topic of, the, of this podcast, which is moving the duels from Fargo to be with the boys earlier. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What do you guys think? Let's go backwards this time and start with. Mr. Big Mouth himself. Don't act like you're rich. There's two of us. <laughs> what do you think, Mario? Coach Mario? Oh, I thought I thought Valdivia was Mr. Big Mouth. Yeah, I'll, I'll take know. I'll take yeah, that yeah. honor. I'll take that honor. Okay, so let's get started here. This is a good topic for me. So what what, what do we want? Oh, your topic, right? <laughs> we want equality right is that what we're pushing for we want equality they say they move the girls duels to tulsa to be with the boys duels right to make it equal is that can i get agreement is that is that the reasoning behind it i had never asked anybody but 
Yeah, I don't know what the reasoning is. I okay, think the so, reasoning was time and that space at Fargo, but that's what that's okay. what I had heard. So, well, my my question is then, if is if it's supposed to be equal, you just removed half of the wrestling for the girls. Why why isn't it equal at Fargo anymore now? The boys get freestyle and Greco, the girls only get freestyle. So now for the for the same price of of uh, for the low low price of twelve hundred dollars plus a three hundred dollar gear package, we will remove half of the wrestling that we had in Fargo and and send this this national duels to Tulsa. So in my opinion, no, it's it's not a good thing. You're screwing over the girls unless you give them Greco at Fargo uh, to replace what you've taken away. You've really just shafted them for half of their wrestling and and not affected the price at all. So. There's well, my two cents. If if you want to talk about equality, it's not about equality. You just screwed the girls. Well, this year it didn't matter because we didn't even send a girls team to duels, so the price was a mute no. point this but year. You, but but, you, the pay, future, but yes. you paid the paid the same for Fargo without having duels, right? If you had sent your daughter yeah. to Fargo last year, there was a potential of getting more matches because of duels. Correct? Yes. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, David just ran off, so I can't ask. Him. Um, I'll take it. I'll take that's it. That's one of the. What's one of the few times? Don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think that the added cost of going to another trip uh, just to go out and do duels is something that is just in in the midst of you know going to Oklahoma, going to body, trying to go to Oklahoma Body Bar, Fargo. That's about three to. Four thousand dollars, depending on how much of your family you take to each one of those, uh, plus Pocatello if you're Mario and you want to try to catch Jeff Estrada as far as much as you travel. Um, <laughs> Turf wars, wow! You know, all these wow. other things. There's it's, a lot of shade an, today, isn't there? Yeah, and we'll travel today. Uh, I'm just gonna throw it I out got there. We'll you. Travel. I got you. We'll you travel. can take out your aggression on me, right back. I'll take it. I'll hey, take no one, it. no one travels more than Mario. I know. Uh, what does? <laughs> uh, I, just, I just don't like the cost i think while you're there uh get the duels done but the problem that you run into is we're already running into a lot of injuries you know after a hard couple days of like i said you're wrestling cadets then you go wrestle juniors now you're a little banged up and then you're doing duels a couple days later and possibly another way in i don't know how they did it in the past but uh you know it's just you're, you're not getting your best foot forward at the duels by wrestling cadets, juniors, you know. You ready You ready for a solution? Um, well, besides up, adding, we got our first comment, like, of the podcast uh -oh. so people can uh -oh. see it as they're on YouTube right now. So uh, this is El Toro Chargers Wrestling commented, I feel the parents should pay a very nominal fee to send their child to Fargo. Does California USA Wrestling invest any dollars to get the best girls in the state in Fargo? I like that. I could, I well, could. they do. They do offer discounts for the All Americans, right? The, we talked yes. about that uh, yep. on the last podcast. It's like a five hundred dollar deal if you're an All American or national champion or something along those lines. Yeah. I don't know. My daughter's not good enough to get those offers. Yeah, uh, so my daughter's not either. Uh, but yeah, your daughter, daughter's not. No, Rich, your daughter did it, and you still paid the whole amount anyway. No. Yes. <laughs> she she wrestled like all of ten seconds in uh Texas. <laughs> Rich paid for a trip he didn't even get a voucher for. Uh, no. so 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 well here's here's my solution for the uh for the for the duels thing. So yes, I, I would like to add Greco to Fargo, but that's a whole other discussion. That's a whole other thing. I know you guys keep putting me off on that. But as far as the duels, put them at an event <laughs> that we are going to anyway that is that is somewhat low cost. And that means Adam the Body Bar. Add the duels to Body Bar. No one's listening now because we have Alyssa on. What's up, homie? Alyssa about you. Oh, legend. Super, super interesting. <laughs> Alyssa, how are you? How are you healing up? Uh, good. My ankle hurts a lot right now, but good. Awesome. Uh, are, you, are you hungry to get back out there, or are you just enjoying the time off? Uh, right? Yes. No, I can't enjoy any more time off. It's been too long. She's just hungry for food. No, I just ate a whole tub of ice yeah, cream she, now. She's actually. not hungry. See? <laughs> See? Eating See? I know how it gets down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then how, how's, your, how's your team going? I mean, are, are you getting more girls out because you've been so successful at your school? Or is that just um, something that's kind of a novelty? I know we only have one girl coming, maybe two next year, but they've been wrestling before. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, 
I think probably I would I would guess that having some having a girl there ahead of time kind of makes them feel like going to the school there is going to be a little bit more easy <laughs> knowing that they have a girl that's going through it already. So yeah. I mean, how are you going to feel like taking that leadership role? I mean, here you are being the first one and just kind of going in the room and just being one of the guys to now actually like being somebody. I don't know. I like being the only girl on the team. I don't like any other girls on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any other girl on the team. It's like me on the team. <laughs> I think as as you get older, you start to appreciate the fact that you know it, and whether you like it or not, or the term the term pioneer gets thrown around a lot. But I mean, really, your school hasn't had a girl since Alex Gomez, and Alex Gomez set the bar very high. You know? Yeah. So why do you get? Yeah, like okay, I gotta go now. My dad's kicking me out. <laughs> yeah, nice sports. <laughs> Who made that for you? I wonder. <laughs> I think it was OG Wrestling made that sports bra, right? Find out. That was that a quick little um, little snippet. All right, so yeah, 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 yeah. Here, here are my thoughts on it. Okay, um, because I'm the oak. Um, when my daughter started, the first special guest. That is actually the first special oh, guest. That is actually <laughs> out of nowhere. So when my daughter started at Fargo, um, and made her first team. I think what made Fargo Fargo was that team aspect of like us versus them, Cali versus the country, you know, Cali versus Texas. And then you had the individual tournament and it, and it played out and the rivalry between Texas and California was so big. It was just like, you don't lose to Texas, you know, and if you lose Texas, you don't get pinned by Texas. And then you had, I remember my daughter, I think it was my daughter's first, might've been her second uh, Fargo team. Uh, Audrey Morehouse is, um, wrestling and she loses in the finals to the girl from texas and then immediately after uh they have the duels and audrey and this was during the time where they had the clinch and audrey morehouse goes to clinch with this girl and she she gets she gets choice so she picks leg and she picked this girl up and she planted her into the earth and nothing invigorated the team more than those duels so i think that it is tough it's tough to have cadets wrestle so many matches and and to be there for so long but at the same time too it's kind of bitter it's kind of sweet at the end to say like you know what we as a team came in here and just hammered just you know plugged away together i mean we even i mean even the events that we do and we try to make them fun um nothing takes the place of like a dual tournament you know that the you know, Valdivia's been to some of the some of the dual stuff that we did, and and the girls just get fired up when being on a dual, being a team, whether you know those girls or not. Just the, the label of like this is your team, this is who you are. You yeah. take on that identity, and then you go to war together. You know, and and I know today it's not really PC to use those terms, but that's really what it is. We're in a combative sport, and it's us versus them. And even from the coach's perspective, it, it, you're the general. You know, and there's your army, and let's go out there and, and take care of it. So I think moving the duels fiscally hurts parents, and, and you know, having to fit the bill, do the fundraising, do all that kinds of stuff. Um, you know, the 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 energy and the emotion of being on the Fargo team. You lose some of the the camaraderie that goes with being on the team and representing your state. Um, you know, I was fortunate, you know, in the late '80s, early '90s, to travel and, and go to to Russia, Soviet Union, which, uh, you know, just the idea of putting on that, that jacket and going out there and wrestling, it just, it gives you something that you don't get with just an individual tournament. So I think, yeah, I think it's, it hasn't done a good thing for California to, or for USA wrestling to separate it. And I actually back California and not sending a team. I think that if you continue to support a bad idea, you're only, you know, giving that validity to that bad idea. You know, I don't think that it's right. I don't know how you guys think about that, but that's just my own two cents. Well, Washington didn't send one either, so you have a two international finalist. I don't care. I need to make a phone call. Hurry up. Without there. Good Lord, son. Can you just mute your freaking screen? Yeah. Come on now. Come on. We're almost done. Dude, I mean. It's going to be like a, like a naked gut where he goes to the bathroom and you can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, but my, my actual work called me. Not like one of us knows anything about that here. Oh, yes. <laughs> actual work as opposed to other kind of work. Oh, like my God. Like any work you do. 
Hey, being a domestic engineer is very difficult. Oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> His wife just beats him. I said not to dry this. Backhand. But anyhow, anyhow we're here. But all right, fellas. Well, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, people are tired of seeing my face, that's for sure. Um, we're going to be uh, capping off, I think, at the end of Fargo. Uh, come up with some more topics. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we get going? Mario? No, just uh, go Cali. I hope we finish strong. Uh, six in the semis. I hope that means six champions. Eight eight in the semis. Keep, eight in the semis. My, yep. Wow. Let's go eight champs then. Ocho. Keep it Ocho up. Ocho champions. Cali. Let's go. Josh. Josh? Nothing. Just keep up the good work. Uh, working hard. Hopefully all these girls have fun and the younger ones want to return to Fargo next year and have a good experience. Yeah. Big Rich. I missed the question. I was actually and, calling my work. That Nothing Mario knows about. <laughs> Any party shots? Anything you want to drop on before we cut out? Oh, no. Just congratulations to all the girls. Have fun out there. Um, have a good time and rock. And any said coaches' names on the podcast that uh, feel that they need to have their part and say so, let us know. We'll get you on here. Open invitation. We, yeah. You're always welcome. We don't want, first of all, let me just preface all this by saying, first of all, thank you everybody who's watching and listening to this. Uh, if this is going to grow and if we're going to be able to, to make this a bigger thing, Grow Girls Wrestling, I think that the, a podcast like this is important. I think your support's important. Uh, the topics you guys want to hear is important, letting us know. Um, for the coaches, like Rich was saying, um, anybody who's mentioned in here, we're not trying to attack anybody. We're not trying to put anybody on blast. We're just giving opinions. If we're wrong, we're more than willing to have Let you us guys. know. Let us know. We're, Except we're, Valdivia. That dude's a dick. Yeah, I hate <laughs> that guy. <laughs> but, um, There's two sides of every story. Let's hear yours. You heard ours. <laughs> yeah. Check my Facebook for a meme. Exactly. Yeah, you're happened. an asshole on both, both <laughs> stories. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, um, so yeah. So thank you, everybody, for supporting. Of course, go girls, especially Cali girls. Um you know, if you're if you're wrestling for the bear, I'm pumped up for you. No matter what, whether you're a Titan Mercury, a Swamp Monster, anything else, uh, if you're out there putting your toe on the line, we support you. That's why we're doing this podcast. Um, good luck to my girls tomorrow, um, and we'll see everybody else next time. All right. Yeah. Later. Oh, that play us out, son. We can't go without a little pop. <laughs> Wild West, yeah, yeah. that's untouchable like Andy and Ness. The track is your kids growing like a sweat.